You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Keith. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Real Housewives of Miami After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424. 424- 256 1729. That's 424 256 1729. And now, another post game wrap up show for your favorite TV show. It's After Buzz TV's Real Housewives of Miami After Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miami. Uh, uh, I refuse. Bring the heat. Uh. I refuse to show any sort of sense of humor right now with the dance. Hey, everyone. Hey, everybody. Bing is for doing, and tonight we are doing another Real Housewives of Miami After Buzz TV show where we're going to be discussing everything Real Housewives of Miami. (laughs) From Miami to Miami. From Miami to Miami. From Miami to Bimini. I'm your host tonight, Molly Harper, and tonight I have two lovely co-hosts. Hi, everybody. I'm Michelle Renee. And hey, ladies and gents, it's Kristen Carney. And tonight, unfortunately, we're missing Mr. Jake Dupree. He can't be with us tonight, but he's sending his vibes of fun our way. Um, Tonight was a fun episode, and it was called, let's see, this was season two, episode 14, called Surrounded by Hot Water. And I have to admit that after watching tonight's show, I got a little disappointed that next week is starts the finale. Yeah, I know. Me too. I've got. I feel like I've just started getting really invested with these ladies, and well, I think because we started into the season a little late yeah. as a as a you know recap show, we didn't really have enough time to really get invested, right? Yeah. You know, so basically, by the time we got invested, and maybe our listeners are invested in us, possibly, perhaps, now we're going to be ready to go. It just was a little too short. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel that way? Yeah, I thought we were going to have like three more episodes but it looks like next week next week's episode is going to be like an hour and a half maybe yeah two hours, maybe two so. hours yeah so it just doesn't feel like it's be... time to wrap up already yeah. i feel like we're now we're getting into the meat of it yeah all of this if this happened maybe episode five six or something i could feel settled about going home and being done with it but i guess there are bigger problems in the world than you know Real Hustles in Miami. There's up. not. My, Some people have real not. problems, right? People, this is the biggest problem in my life right now. Um, so let's talk current. The episode opened with the women gathering around the breakfast bar, eating omelets, and talking about what had happened the night before, which was the news being broken to current that her boyfriend, Rodolfo, is cheating on her. What did you guys think of that? Um... I thought at first I can't well I'm on Leah's side and I'm the same way as she is you know quick to be like why don't you stand up for yourself why don't you say something we saw her doing that not only with Karen but then at the end of the episode also with Marisol Mm -hmm. and it's really easy to kind of you know assume that she's weak just because she's not standing up for herself but also you have to kind of take a step back and realize that everyone's personality isn't the same and so I kind of 
was siding with Karen a little bit just because everyone's everyone is not you know tenacious like Leah mm-hmm. so I don't know I I can see that I feel like Leah was just hounding it out of her and it was I understood Leah's point she said I'm throwing you a life raft here I'm giving you a chance to basically stick your ground to these ladies but Karen just kept defending herself saying you know my life is so fulfilled I don't go around talking about everybody else's lives and she said you know I don't go around saying Alexia's husband is gay but I have to disagree I don't think Karen is fulfilled I don't think I think if she was fulfilled I think she would have the balls to be like you know what the guy I'm going out with is pretty much a scumbag you know but she does I don't think she's satisfied and I think that's why we see her having to get the pictures and having to post them on Facebook instantly. It's this insecurity. And believe me, I'm very familiar with that territory. <laughs> so, I mean, that would be my take on on, why, on when she says something like that. I just don't think it's genuine. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I'm having a really hard time. I'm having a hard time finding Karen to be genuine. But at the same time, like you said, you know, um, it's just not her personality to maybe be honest i don't know yeah well even we know. maybe it's not her personality to want to confront anything negative well a lot of so people she puts on the happy face a lot of people i think have a have a barrier where you're you don't really have access to, to who they actually are and until something tragic happens or something goes on in their life where they actually let you in you can't really get a glimpse it's like carrot doesn't have that um she doesn't have that look into me and see everything about me you know it's like this is what I'll show you I'll show you that I'm a dentist I'll show you that I'm always happy and I'll show you that I have a boyfriend but beyond that I'm not going to show you much and even Leah said I think it was Leah who said at the end of the episode something like um it was something to the extent of like it's oh it's nice to see Karen actually talking to us because I don't think she opens up to the women and that's where she gets the we don't like you thing because they don't know who she is. Every conversation they've had is disingenuous. I think the same. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, yeah, it seems like she um, thrives off of having a lot of control in her life. You know, kind Mm -hmm. of like someone with an eating disorder. They have to, you know, I don't know. That wasn't a good comparison. (laughs) Are you like insinuating that I haven't eaten all day? (laughs) I did say earlier, I was like, I've barely eaten all day. It's awkward for me to talk about. No, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Like embarrassed. Oh no, you're talking about Kristen. I I feel really awkward. (laughs) Well, you know, the same can be said, I think Kristen, um, for Leah, Leah only shows us the strong feisty side of herself. And I think that's masking some vulnerability as well. Cause nobody can be, that strong all the time certainly i think there must be some things that aren't perfect in leah's life but she like she likes to walk around like i am confident i am strong i tell it how it is and things are great and i have my man under control and my son's under control and i i don't know if my grandpa like under this. control is basically but yeah her grandpa her well, husband well the only moment we re- re- really blah, 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 saw her was when we okay when her really dog died tonight when her dog oh, died we true. saw that moment of vulnerability and that's when people that's when you like her the most and it's the same with Karen you know when she's sitting there crying over her dad Molly said while we were watching it you know I feel kind of sorry for her so it's like that's where you that's where you learn to like someone so I always find people very charismatic in death I I think that's the whole (laughs) point of Real Housewives like they're all 
They're all masking something deeper. I'm not like going this. I feel like that's the best quote of the day. I really care. It's death. Oh my god, Sorry. we're so dark. We're so oh dark. no, it's, it's yeah. fine. Um, I, I just I don't even know what I was saying, but I don't know. All of the housewives on this show and all the other housewives shows, they they mask something. Like they all have insecurities. Their faces. Yeah, well, with like Botox and stuff. But I don't know. You know, some of them are bitches because they're you know masking their I don't know something else I don't know I just think they all have kind of like their Achilles heel yeah the right yeah thing. so yeah they, I don't think it's just Leah and just Karen that are like hiding something if you really took the time to think about it you could probably pick out you know a little flaw in yeah I just think Leah can tend to prey on the more subdued like we've seen her prey on Mary soul we've seen her now prey on Karen like I think that if you are going to be, if you're not feisty in the way that she is and going to stand up for, stick up for yourself, she'll, she'll be like, you you're alive. my victim. Yeah. Right. She, you're my victim. Exactly. Right. You're basically looking like roadkill and she's the black hawk coming down to like swoop you up and take you away because you're, you're, you're not, you can't defend yourself. But yeah. that's kind of, that's what I like about Leah. But she also, I think she also defends people that don't have a voice too. Like, like Lisa. L- yeah. Like mm-hmm. people that literally don't have a voice when they're not there. She's always quick to be like, you know, they're not here to defend themselves. Let's not do this anymore. Yeah. That's but true. yeah, that's true. But when people say that, it's always funny to me. It always seems very hypocritical because they'll get into it. They'll talk about them and then they'll be like, but they're not here. Let's not yeah. ruin them. I think know? she does that when she when she did that. I respected her when we saw her do that a couple of weeks ago. But I always think there's a motive. And I think her motive yeah. is that she's like, I'm going to look like the hero right now. And I'm going to look like the woman that's above everybody else because I right. decided it was a bad mm-hmm. idea to stoop to that exactly. level. That's why she's I just so I, I think she's manipulative in everything she does. Yeah, I, that's when I can't. Well, I cannot stand when people say um, some, you know, I don't talk behind anyone's back or it's not nice to do that. It's like you do it all the time. Just admit that you do it. Everyone yeah. does it. So Everyone to pretend it. it doesn't happen is is silly and makes you not look like a good person i would rather someone talk about someone behind their back and then own up to it later than just to pretend that we don't talk about people behind their backs it's just like this gross i feel like all we do is talk about these women behind their back yeah so what's better or worse the way karen handles things or the way leah handles things in the real world it's better the way karen handles things you think so but for television i'd much prefer she handed them handled them like adriana yeah that's a good point. You know, I think that's well said. Yeah, like Adriana, what is she, uh, punching someone in the face? Yeah, like getting, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's television. If I wanted okay, to watch okay. people behave, you're saying for the show's purposes, handling like yes. Adriana. Okay, I thought you were saying for the real but world. But real- I was like, wait, no, no, no. <laughs> but so in yeah. real life, <laughs> okay, real yeah, life, real I think Karen, you know, yeah, makes Karen. more sense. She wants to look classy and look composed, I guess. Um, so she okay wait one thing I have to say though before we leave this topic of this breakfast morning when Karen finally was like god I'm so freaking sick of Leah pounding this into my mind that she pretended like she was Leah and had the had Joanna and Lisa pretend like they were Roy and Roy Jr. and she was like acting out what maybe a day in Leah's life would be like it's like she took her act out she took her act out way too long (laughs) It made me uncomfortable. Seeing Karen act made me uncomfortable. Well, whenever I feel like I was watching the failed dreams of an actress, because let's face it, she wanted to be an actress, right? She did, and and she's the type of person that when she looks like she's trying to have fun, it looks like she's trying to have fun. 
You know what yes. I mean? She looks like she's trying really hard to be loose. It's like the way my mom would look if she was trying to tell a joke at dinner. <laughs> it's like, Mom, we all know that's not your this role. This is not you. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it, it comes across awkwardly. It was funny. What? Wait, can I say yeah, something that made me course. uncomfortable? Yeah. When Karen was trying to give you examples and she goes, I mean, I don't go around talking about why, uh, I'll, uh, what's his name? Roman hasn't married you yet. And I, I get where she's coming from because like, she doesn't go around talking about that, but it was a dig, like at it's her friend. And I kind of expected Joanna to, you know, be like, "What?" She, that's. She I don't that's think exactly. Joanna. I'm oh, sorry. I don't think Joanna's smart enough to realize it was a dig. No, I really don't. And I think Karen was digging, and she said that comment about Alexia's husband being gay. Yeah. That's well, I, 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 I don't mind that she said that because it's kind of like she's throwing, Alexia. you know, they're throwing throwing yeah. stones at each other. But when she said that about her friend, I was like, Ew. that's exactly why I cannot stand Karen because she acts like the innocent angel, but she actually isn't very nice. She's not a very nice person and she does it in a sneaky way. Like we saw her say to Lisa at, um, at, uh, Tom Thomas's house, mm-hmm. She was trying to be playful again and giving a dig at the same time. But Lisa's wearing a leopard print dress and, Oh, she said, she said you look a like a stripper. But she tried to say it really fun, and she yeah. said it in front of everybody. And someone who has a sense of humor wouldn't say that because it's too obvious. Like, that's, you know, go to something more original as a joke. And they wouldn't embarrass somebody unless they knew it would be um, re- reciprocated in a sense. And Lisa clearly had no desire for right. it. So yeah. that's why I don't like Karen. I think she's sneaky, and I don't think she's as innocent as she comes. I don't think she's innocent at all. And she comes across as a she is. No, no, no. I can't speak. Tonight. No, me neither. I can never speak. It's like a long day and then I can't talk. <laughs> okay, so let's get into uh, Mama Elsa's take. Mama's Elsa take. <laughs> do you think Mama <laughs> Elsa has podcasts. an iTunes account? I think Mama Elsa probably. Yes, I do. And you know what I think Mama Elsa would do with the iTunes account if she had one? I think she would tell her friends. Or put an evil spell on it. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think she would tell her friends about our show. She would rate and comment. You'll and have to listen to Afterbus. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thanks. Don't make me do it again. It won't happen. <laughs> and yeah, I think that's what she would do. That was fabulous. And I think that you guys should rate and comment. We do read your comments. Um, so thanks a lot for doing that. It helps us out. And keeps us thriving so thinking speaking of thriving alexia <laughs> alexia wanted to keep it going the next morning she was still game to talk about it she was curled up on the couch with mary soul and anna with her champagne mimosa ready to like talk about the night and then mary soul said i want to call my mom and tell my mom what happened and mama elsa basically replied by saying she was very disappointed in the girls for bringing up the gossip what did you think of mama Elsa's take she just shut it down Mm -hmm. like I feel like I've had that situation happen before in my life where I had like some really juicy gossip or something negative to say about someone (laughs) and the person I said it to was kind of like no I don't agree with you and then I felt really stupid so I think they all felt really stupid uh it did surprise me that she was like Alexia I didn't think you were this type of person because she started off by saying, Alexia, I didn't think you were this type of person. But then by the end of her sentence, she was kind of attacking Alexia's like just character. Just looking at Alexia, you know so, she's that type of person. Yeah, so I was confused. Is Mama Elsa like team Alexia or she thinks Alexia is like a shister? I think I, I like how what you said and I think you're right. It was like she was made them feel shamed and scolded like schoolgirls. And maybe I think 
she must be pleasant to Alexia because I think it's pretty clear that Alexia and Marisol have a friendship. Mm-hmm. But she was disappointed in her. Um, and then she spoke in Spanish. Yeah. I love how Mama Elsa's like, look, I'll do the English thing for like five seconds and I'm giving up and like you guys can just translate it later. I love it. Yeah. She just does what she wants. But Alexia waking up to talk about that, that's like Christmas morning. Like, let's open the gifts. Let's like yeah. talk about these things that make me feel alive. Well, here's something interesting. If Alexia's husband is in fact gay, as everybody in town apparently is talking about, maybe Alexia, because as we've learned, she's a shitster and she likes to get rumors going. Maybe it's to get all the attention on everybody except for herself. Right. And maybe. that might be why she's so meddled in everybody else's business. Maybe she's like, if we talk about everybody else, people won't talk about me. Yeah. But you know what, Alexia? It's called karma and it's going to come back and, and haunt it's you. a club on Jersey Shore. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Um, I was going to say it's a song by Justin Timberlake. But as you were, as we were watching the show, Molly mentioned, you know, Alexia likes to get, she likes to make herself relevant. Is yeah. what you said. And it's really true. It's, it's again, she's not a full care. You know, she doesn't have a full spot on the show. So that could be partly why, excuse me, but it, it I wish she didn't make it as obvious. Is she, she's not a very, well, she good, should be, I mean, they should kick off Anna and have Alexia on the show. Cause at least she's like, got some relevancy i mean anna does nothing for the show i mean we're going into the finale next week and what has anna done except for argue with her super lame bob saget lookalike husband yeah yeah plus possum i love that that's the song i was just talking about song is really deep at first I was like, what is he playing, Eminem? Oh. Why is it that people who like go to Club Karma or listen to a song called Karma probably either don't know what karma means or have bad karma? That's really poignant. Mm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I've, always really wa- I've always wanted to say Deep that. thoughts with Kristen Carney. <laughs> All right, you guys, let's move on. Let's move on to Lisa and Leah, as I want to call this segment, Lisa's Baby Breakdown. So we saw Lisa have a meltdown to Leah and have an intimate conversation about how painful it is not being able to get pregnant to term, as she calls it. And I told Michelle, I don't like how she calls it to term. It just sounds so technical. I'm like, how about just say carry a baby? But whatever. Let bygones be bygones. Um, What did you think of their conversation? Um, I'm glad she brought some clarity to the age difference between her and Lenny. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and I also, even though I'm not in a relationship, don't have a boyfriend, don't have anything close. <laughs> I, <laughs> I felt like that's like, in, in case I'm anyone out guys. there was wondering, um, I kind of <laughs> felt for her when she said she didn't want, or Lenny didn't want their son to have to like push him around in like a wheelchair when, you know, because I think about that sometimes, like a lot of my friends from a really small town and you know how people do in really small towns, they have kids really young. Yeah. And I... I'm just like, oh, no, like, I'm going to be, like, the older mom. And so that, like, I mean, that's the only part that I kind of, you know, agreed with. The other stuff, we've heard it before. Like, we've seen her crying over her kids before. Right. So. That's true. So that she went like more in depth in this yeah, conversation. Yeah. And something that she said is she said, I, she said, Lenny has given me so much. I want to be able to give back something to Lenny. And I think what she meant was Lenny has given her basically a new body and a new face she wants to return the favor a second new body yeah (laughs) but no truly i mean she said i want to give lenny a son and i was just thinking like if she gets a daughter i don't know what lenny's gonna do is lenny gonna have a meltdown what will lenny do if he Uh, has a daughter instead of a son he will kill her (laughs) (laughs) i think he would be happy with the daughter she just was saying and ideally she would like a son but if if there was a daughter 
He would like give well, him four year yeah. <laughs> Oh god. But this is where he would. Oh gross. Isn't that gross? What? He would totally give plastic surgery to his daughter if he had one. Oh yeah. It's gross. Before the age of ten. Ew, gross. Okay, gross. I shouldn't have brought it up. He'll make her look like a boy. Be like, there's my boy. <laughs> um there's but my boy. this is <laughs> That's horrible. This is oh my the, god. But this is to me the definition of beggars can't be choosers. Right. You can barely get pregnant. Don't be picky. You know what I mean? Well, if you have a boy or a girl, whatever, that's great. You have a child. So it's weird to get so specific, especially in our culture. We are not in China. You know, having a girl here isn't this weird thing. So I think they should just be happy to have something. Or I think they should um, adopt. Or like you said, just be the cool couple. Well, you know, they've already tried the surrogate. She's mm-hmm. gotten pregnant. She hasn't been able to carry the child. I'm not a doctor, but just judging by the look of Lisa, I think she might need to put on some weight to carry a child because she's very thin. And that's the thing. Someone like Lisa won't put on the weight. It's like her image is way more valuable than... Than the you know than having a child, it's kind of like Karen. Karen stays with yeah. Rodolfo but wants a family. It's like, well, then choose what you really want if that's what you actually want. I think that it's Lenny personally. You think it's Lenny's problem? Oh, because yeah, they, they tried the surrogate, right? Yeah, I mean, so he's that makes forty-five. Me- She's twenty-nine. That is not old to be having a child. But forty-five isn't old for a man. Men, men can have children in their their 60s. sperm starts to go go bad. No. That's why they go to the clinics. They ha- yeah. get it frozen. I mean, I know they don't freeze sperm. Or whatever they do. They freeze eggs. They do something with sperm. They no, they don't. Bank. Men can have babies as old as, like, they can practically have them when they're dead. Yeah, but there could be birth defects. Okay. Just you know what? None of us are doctors who so probably shouldn't be talking about <laughs> The whole surrogate thing made me think that it was Lenny more so, but I don't know if that, I don't know if that would be accurate. Because if it's, like, out of her body, then wouldn't that increase the chances that yes. it can be carried I mean, to term? I think it's a little odd that they weren't able to get pregnant with the surrogate. That's a little weird, obviously. You know what? I think that... I actually think in this conversation, Leah made, as much as I don't really like her, a really valid point that I would very much agree with. And she said to Lisa, look, you are you have such a full life and you're focusing so much on what you don't have instead of being grateful what you have. And I was like, whoa, Hindu Leah. Mm-hmm. Amazing comment. Right. Match that was headdress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that was really great. That was a great yeah. comment. And that was really truthful, I think. Um, it's truthful for a lot of people, honest, especially in our culture. It's a great way of putting at it. So many of us focus on what we don't have and instead of what we have. And I think that that's exactly what Lisa's going through. And as we've discussed in the past, I just don't know if her relationship with Lenny will survive if they don't have a child. And I think that's why she's getting so incredibly anxious about it. Right, right. Like like we said, I, I mean, in, in my opinion, I don't find their marriage to be su- super... Um, Genuine, genuine. So I think I think the same thing could happen, and I do think she knows that there's other other broads like me. You know, he could go out and find a girl who is a great figure and who can. But you know what I mean? And like, who can have a child? But someone he like doesn't her, even need a woman with a great figure because he can give her a great figure. Exactly. So he just has. A, he needs a body. That's all he, he needs, needs. A human body. He needs. A, it's a blank slate, and he can go ahead and do what he wants to it. But, um, but. The thing He's is, a plastic though, surgeon. He's is, the most famous one. Please. This is the world they choose to live in, though. This, you know, that they're all very manufactured, and they don't have that much to set them apart from one another. So I wouldn't doubt that Lenny would be able to go to someone else in this and have the same feelings toward that person. Oh, I agree. So why don't they just adopt a child? Did anyone? Because they're both so vain, right? 
But Lisa, like, you have plastic surgery. Your yes. maybe jeans aren't that great. So maybe just we go don't with even the know thing. what the kid is going to look like. <laughs> I know at this point. Like seriously, like people who have plastic surgery and then have a child and it doesn't look anything like them. There's actually a case of this in Asia recently. The guy sued his wife because a- she had plastic surgery, and, and the baby, the was, baby ugly. was ugly. Yeah, and he won. He won. A lawsuit she, against deception. his own wife. She had to pay him like $100,000 or something like that. she deceived him mm-hmm. with, yeah. her, with her newly beautiful nose. He was no. like, I didn't know our baby could have a huge nose because yeah, yeah. you have a small little but, tiny one. But buddy, you're fi- it's 50-50 here. Like you're part ugly too, man. You yeah. know what I mean? That's true. That's and it wasn't just the nose. Like her ugly. face was completely reconstructed like craziness. Oh my well, God. Lenny, Lenny made her look the way she does. So he knows the before. Right. <laughs> yeah, and Lisa, he has she, him in his office. Yeah. <laughs> and as we discussed, Lisa was pretty before. And we're just being silly with yeah, this conversation. Yeah, we're being silly. Are being silly. You guys don't know, you know, it's the end of the season. It's like, you know, the end of the school year when you don't really care about your papers that much and you're like, eh, whatever. Right. It's like the end of the season. We're being silly. We don't truly think this. No, I mean, like, truly. I mean, I kind of do. Kind of. I know. We don't really. I was like, eh. I'm just, you know, honesty is the best I just policy. Say, I, I know. I was being truthful yeah. about the whole adoption thing. I don't understand no, I why that. I mean, I guess that's a less desirable option for many. But I, I think it's Lester's Get a little black baby, a little Asian kid, and just well. The, th- <laughs> the thing is, too, they have a lot of money, and I know adoption is expensive, so it's not like that would prohibit them from. I think that when you're wealthy, like they are, and you don't adopt, it's become some sort of ego vanity issue. Oh yeah, because why else wouldn't you do it? Come on, I mean Angelina Jolie has like a ton of them. Please, so let's move on to the conch. Con- 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 Okay, I, I've never heard of this thing in my life. You're like, I'm not a doctor. No, I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I've never heard of this weird seafood. Um, <laughs> Have you ever had one of those shells and you hold it to your ear, you That's can hear the ocean? Uh, That's where it comes out of. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. They're very small comparatively to very the shell. <laughs> yeah. So at the conk... Conk? Conk. Conk. Okay. I feel like I'm saying something bad. I feel like I'm saying a bad word. No. At the conk shop. <laughs> <laughs> Naughty. I know. I feel bad. Um, okay, so we saw, uh, you know, Anna's big moment of the season, which was her one relevant moment of the season, and that she ate that aphrodisiac conch. And what did you say about it? What did I say? You said something. What did I say? I don't remember. You said something. I didn't say anything. <laughs> no, you said something like, "This is." Oh, oh, you said, "I bet you the producers like eat that." You eat that right now, or else your contract is not getting renewed. <laughs> right. I'm season. turning that into a little sound drop. Eat that aphrodisiac conch. <laughs> That's true. After Buzz TV. That's, That's horrifying. That's horrifying. Please, I'm it's gonna, true. Like, never come back. I won't be here next week. But I mean, how how much is Anna? put in really or Anna I like I, I like her though as a person as no, a I do being. she's just so boring like right. she's the kind of person I would love to hang out with not the kind of person I watch on a TV show exactly and it's a little too late like it's the season finale is next week so you already you should have done more sooner yeah sorry you should have eaten more conch <laughs> so, <laughs> so as, also at the conch shop <laughs> Okay, we're like so immature tonight. Yeah, we are right now. It's hilarious. Mary Soul had a bloop, 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 moment of enlightenment. Exactly. And she realized that she is ready for a divorce. And what did you make of that? Um, I mean, I feel like it's easy to get carried away on vacation. Isn't that what vacation's for? But back in the States, no. You don't think it's going to reconsider? Yeah, I, I agree. I don't think she's... I. It's probably all the estrogen and you know floating around that's kind of mm-hmm. making her feel empowered and and the thing is too you're right when you're on vacation 
you don't have any of the same things that you you don't have any of the same stimuli that you have in your regular life, which is seeing something of his in your house or remembering something that happened in this corner of the bedroom. You know what I mean? There there aren't those moments to remember. So when you're on vacation, it's easier. I'm disconnected. I'm not in my regular life. But once you get home and you know you're bored and alone, then it's a lot easier to go back to who you how you really feel. I agree. So that's about all that happened at the conch shop. And then we had the dinner. The last supper. I don't know if it will be, but... I think there will probably be like two more suppers. We find out that Karen's dad is in bad health. Or so Kristen thinks. Kristen thinks it's made up. No, no. I just... Again, as a joke, I said... um, a way to get out of it, Karen, or something like that. But again, I'm kidding, and you know, I hope her father's okay. Of course. Um, but you know, it's very convenient. It's like, ooh, very convenient, Karen. Yeah. Oh, you just happen to have. What are the chances that the battery just happens to stop right now? Like batteries. Have you ever seen a Duracell commercial? That's what I thought. I'm kidding. I'm really tired tonight. Um, but no, I, I, I don't. I don't think she's making it up. I think it actually happened, but it's just too, you know, it's funny. It's I feel like we got to see Karen. I think it bad coincidence because I can see, I mean, it's horrible what happened, but I can also totally see the other side where they would be like, oh yeah, sure. I'm sure that happened. Convenient. But she well, was at lunch though. So, and then she was act at the conch shop. She was at lunch and she was acting fine. So I feel like that almost made me think of... the editing, maybe they switched the order of things. I thought mm-hmm. that for a brief second because she was acting so normal or it is really Karen and that's something that she would actually do. But for a brief second, I thought, well, maybe this happened out of order. Yeah, I mean, I just if she was, was going to be, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. if she was going to, I mean, I don't know, maybe the editing because you know they they can throw all sorts of things together. But if she would have been upset at lunch, or she would have not come to lunch, or she would have had maybe an attitude, she, hadn't gotten she would have been call. stand standoffish. Do you think she maybe hadn't no, received the phone call? At as lunch? far as their explanation goes, like, oh, she is upset because of Rodolfo. Like, she would have been upset at lunch if she cared that much about Rodolfo. Oh, I see sense? what you're saying. So you yeah. do believe that, in fact, her her father, there was a health problem and she did not make it up. Yeah, Okay, totally. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that makes sense. You're right. The only thing I have to say, though, to make everyone continue to hate me tonight, is I feel like there's a possibility that, you know, if you're, again, we're not doctors, so many medical issues tonight. I know. If your, your pacemaker stops... That's a big deal. And if you're not okay, you're not going to be okay. But if you're okay, it's a big scare. But you'll probably, you know, if they get it right away, then you're fine. And so I almost think that her father's in the hospital, but he's okay. And they've got, they've taken care of him. But she would milk it a little bit and just say, I want out of here. And I want to go see my dad. And I would do the same thing. If people were bullying me and I knew my dad was in the hospital, I'd be there in one second. But I think that maybe she knows he's fine and it's not a super emergency now at this point, but yet it's still going to go. And again, I would do the same thing. It's hard. I mean, the thing that's unfortunate with Karen, I feel is I feel bad for her no matter what happens. And I feel bad for all the horrible things that have happened to her with her boyfriend. I feel bad for her that her dad's in bad health. The problem is with Karen is because of the way she's behaved all season. It's just so hard to believe her. Right. And I think that she just leaves a little bit of distaste in my mouth. Regardless, I don't wish anything bad on her. I just feel like I just I can't tell I can't it's hard to get her. on her side it's hard to get on her side because she's hard to trust but you know I hope everything's okay with her father and 
so on and so forth. And then that last dinner, we just saw Leah. We should call, like, Leah is just like the Harper, which is my last name. <laughs> she, But she just won't, like, she won't bury an issue. She starts beating up Marisol over this gala, which... Nobody, none of us really care about because we talked about last mm-hmm. week. We didn't. I don't. We don't care about the he, Elaine story because we weren't. We don't. We weren't privy to seeing it happen and, and seeing it unfold. So we don't really care. And I don't think and people who are even at again. the gala even no, care. Way to ruin their dinner. People, it's like, yeah. hello. Everyone's like, oh, what's what's happening? It's a little boring. It's like, okay, you have a gala. Big deal. There's a lot of galas that go on. Let's move on. It's not. It's not the presidential. Uh, like dinner or something, you know, where the whole world is watching. It's a little something, and yeah, it was annoying, but it, it this far away from it is silly. just a little. It's like, just silly ugh. to talk about, and then everybody starts crying. I like that they again. I like that they cried. We had the moment a couple weeks ago where they were having dinner, and they all shared something that made them vulnerable. And seeing Lisa respond to Mary Sal's tears made me feel good that they're human because again I see them as very um, manufactured human beings and I like seeing the less made up side behind them and I so I like seeing them cry the more I human think, moments yeah I don't think Leah really cares about Marisol though the way Marisol was like I'm glad to have you back as a friend I don't think alright did I say Leah I'm gonna say Leah I think I said yeah Leah. you said oh, Leah yeah. okay I think when they both apologized Leah was almost got emotional in the moment but I don't think that she missed Marisol's friendship it looked like that was a one-sided thing with Marisol would you miss Marisol's friendship besides like going over to hang out with her mom I wouldn't even know I was missing it yeah (laughs) (laughs) I don't mind Marisol actually you guys no she's okay like you wouldn't miss her she doesn't add anything. No, but I she think take I do think she's either. smart, and I like her as a part of the group dynamic because I feel like when I watch her, I might be thinking what she's thinking. Like I think, not to say that I think I'm brilliantly and smart. She's and, not brilliant. No. <laughs> so yeah, you're not saying that. I'm just saying I think that she has a pretty level head, even though she's not exciting. You're right; she's not that exciting, but she's pretty level headed. Um, I think when Leah was attacking, 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 and Mary Sol just was like really composed, to me, that's how I behave when I know I'm right. Like if somebody's going crazy on me and attacking me and I'm really composed, it's like, I'm going to let you out crazy right now because you're going to look even crazier. Yeah, you get more defensive. And I just, so I tend to side with Mary Sol because she's being so calm. Right. Yeah. I, be- I believe Mary Sol's side Mary of the Sol story. Too, yeah. I yeah. think Lisa Pliner was lying because they had that clip of her saying, well, I was saying it was a money issue and I guarantee it happened the way Mary Sol said it did, which was like, I talked to Lisa. She said she was having money issues and I was pro- telling her how to cut corners on costs and one of them was going to be your host Elaine yeah. Yeah. and that's literally probably all it was I don't think it was this vindictive thing of like don't hire Elaine no me neither you know it's it's silly and Marisol doesn't have that personality we've seen that no. it's, she's she not really just, capable of that she doesn't have a manipulative personality I don't think mm-hmm so I, you guys I, I think yeah. we have God we've covered so much and it's been such an exciting episode so I think we should get into our should we do our special segment sure what she should have said sure do you guys have some what she should I have some what you she do, should I, have I, I don't really that's have not that good well you can do it's it anyway it's fun um I don't really know who said it because it was kind of one of those group talkings and someone when they were going one house was going to the other house and they walk in and someone's like me casa yo casa <laughs> it was joanna me, me casa es su casa <laughs> that was <laughs> good. good that yeah. was joanna and i was thinking the same joanna can't thing. speak i have another joanna one 
Joanna said, there's just so much rumors going on. And what she should have said was, there are so many rumors going on. <laughs> and I have one other. Do you have? Do you want me to sneak in while you're looking for it? Well, I had another one, but I'm having a really hard time reading my own handwriting. Oh, I have it. I have it. I have it. Like the music. Okay, yeah. Lisa said... Well, it's because she just she's just so tore up about what Alexia oh, no. said about Rodolfo. And what she should have said is she's just so torn up. <laughs> and wow, Lisa, you showed your uh, you showed your old Playboy whatever girl days when you use that word. I mean, you live in the big house now, girl. You have to learn how to speak English properly. Yeah. Um, I just I don't have any good ones really. The one I have was um, uh, Alexia said. I love everything about everyone here. And what she should have said is, I'm just being manipulative. And I want you to be on my side for future reference. I mean, that's not really funny. Or what she should have said is, I love everybody here because Karen's Karen's not not here. here. (laughs) But the thing is, she doesn't love Joanna and she doesn't love Lisa. No, she She, doesn't. She's she's a manipulator. She's going to get, like, try to, while Karen's not there, she's going to try to get with Lisa and Joanna and, you know, get them on her team. Well, she can. But, you know, it's like you can see right through that. I hope that if there's a season three that she She's comes not back. Oh. No, I hope she comes back. She causes you know, so Alexa much drama. Comes back? Yeah. yeah I mean, it'd be drama. more fast without her. Why did she get rid of black Anna? rubber bands in her head? That that pissed me off. <laughs> she shops at Rite Aid. I don't know. <laughs> like, they I have know. blonde. They have a pack with brown, blonde, and black. Right. Get blonde. Yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. She should. That was whack. Yeah. She probably still pictures herself with her natural her black. color. <laughs> right. Um, her black little hair tie thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Something that I would have done. It's like just very junior high. No, I loved her hair in the front. Yeah, I thought but in the it back, was very becoming. Was bad, like, but yeah, it looked. No, that looks fine. You have black hair. Yeah. But yeah. She has blonde hair, like platinum blonde hair. And it was like a black. Okay, I digress. Yeah. First no, of all, I get you, I get you. she should take her hair tone down a notch to a warmer tone. Because let's face it, it's a little too harsh. And I think one thing that we noticed about Alexia when she was on the couch with the mimosa is she has actually a very pretty face with no makeup oh, on. Oh, yeah, she does. But the thing is, too, when you have that heavy of a Latina accent, like your hair can't be that blonde because there's no sort of like natural way that happened. No, that's not. That's there are plenty of blonde Hispanics that come from Spain. She's not Spanish. Christina Aguilera. Yeah, that's fake blonde. She, that's fake blonde. No. But you know no, what I mean. It's fake blonde now, but it used to be natural blonde. Our systems detect that a host has wandered off the subject. No, this is the subject. This is no, the, the subject is subject. blonde and how blonde is blonde. We're talking about okay. hair ties and hair color. Get into and it. And Spanish people. It's the Real Housewives of Miami. Hello. What, do you, what else do you think we could what talk about? What are we going to talk about this on Boardwalk Empire? And Christina Aguilera is Hispanic. Yeah, okay, she is. But she yeah, has, yeah, her hair's hair. always yeah, bad. So that's by still the way. on topic. Anyway, let's get to another topic: news and gossip. Anybody have After any? After Buzz TV. That's the news. After Buzz TV news. Uh, crazy breaking news here: um, Joanna reveals that her New Year's resolution is. I love how non-committed she is to this resolution: drinking a little less. It's not like it's not kind of drinking. Resolution. It's not like quitting drinking. One glass a week. Right. Like, well, drink a I little less. I love that. Yeah. That actually made me like her a lot more. Well, the thing is, that's a doable resolution. Yeah. It's like, I'm not going to let myself down with this one. Right. Right. I'm going to have reasonable expectations. Um, and then, uh, let's see, just one other little little piece of, uh, of uh, news or gossip is that... Um, the former Miami star uh, Larsa Pippen is getting her own reality show. Oh, so, really? Yeah, I don't think that would be really exciting. But um, 
uh, let's see. She can't keep one. What makes them think she'll be able to get get a, you know right high like, ratings on another one? I mean, the first piece of the article is you know who was fired off of first season of Real Housewives of Miami. So it's not, it's not a good start. But yeah. um, you guys can uh, check it out when it comes to theaters near you. Anyway. Any predictions? We... And now, you're after both. I'll just fade out. I don't want to have you guys wait for that. Mirasol is <laughs> not getting a divorce next. Right. Mirasol is probably still married. Someone out there, let me know. Oh, I like that. Mary Soul is married. You know, you had a really great prediction, and I think you're onto something because you said, I think, last week you said, I think one of the women is going to go home early, and I think we see the urgency now that Karen wants to go home because of her father. She tried to get a flight out, but she wasn't able to that night, so do you think she might leave the next morning early? I don't know, because then we saw the preview, and they are like, it's raining, we can't get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were predicted right enough to say it's she'd yeah. probably want to go so I don't know if she got to or not but yeah she wanted to I was right uh, my prediction is that Adriana absolutely says no way I'm not going to get married um, because we saw that in the preview with um, Jacques Cousteau there and um, remember you know he said to the oh, son that's, that's sad I, I don't I think Adriana's not sincere to him um, I think if she really liked him she would marry him already and uh, my other prediction is that Roman comes, obviously, and um, he makes her dinner, but they still don't get married in real life. Yeah, because they're already <laughs> engaged. So she's like, oh, look at this setup. But they're right. already engaged. So right. like, what's like, eh, oh, you guys yeah. are going to break up soon. So really, I thought maybe it would be like an impromptu wedding. No, they get they're They're not going to get married anymore. You know, they're. Oh, yeah, they are. Broken so, up. yeah. So nice try, Roman. All right, you guys. Well, I'm excited. Do you have next a prediction? Um, I predict it's going to be a good finale, and I'm sad it's over. And thanks so much for joining us tonight. I was your host, Molly Harper. And where can we find you? You can find me. Thank you. You can find me on Twitter at Molly Comedy. And follow Molly. She's hilarious. She's hilarious. I'm not that funny on Twitter lately. I haven't been on but Follow me anyways. I'll be a someday. And where can we find you, Kristen? You can find me on Twitter also at Kristen Carney. It's K-R-I-S-T-E-N. And uh, go to my website, which I never write on anymore, my blog. So at the small stuff with Kristen.com. Oh, you can find me on Twitter. Michelle Renee L-A. M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-E-N-E-E-L-A. All right. All right, you guys. So Bye. we'll see you next week for the finale. Yay. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Hey, buzz you later. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.